eyes above, so below. Welcome to Connecting with Coincidence. I am your host, Dr. Bernard Beitman, MD, and I like to tell people I'm a psychiatrist, and I still am. I'm doing private practice with a, a, some patients. I, I like studying interpersonal relationships within a control setting like uh, psychotherapy. It's, it's very educational, not just for the patient, but for me, because uh, one of the ways, one of the only ways to be in therapy without being the patient is to be the therapist and the patients try to help us too because uh, the more they help us get better the more we can help them so that's a nice part of it uh, i have a book out uh, called meaningful coincidences and you can order it uh, online or at your local bookstore our question for today, uh, my question for today is, can uh, meaningful coincidences, synchronicity be glitches in the matrix? Can they tell us how the matrix works? And what I mean by matrix, and our guest will be talking about uh, simulation, is simulation. The, and he'll tell us about the problem with the movie, The Matrix, and his idea about what uh, the simulation actually might be. But I like to think of coincidences as they have been for human beings, um, much of our existence on this planet, as clues to how reality works. And if the reality we're in is a simulation, then the clues of synchronicity are how that, that simulation or that matrix might work. One clue about which ones to pay attention to, which uh, coincidence to pay attention to, is the time interval between the two elements, usually, of a coincidence. The shorter the time period, the more likely, right there, something has happened. And if we can get more deeply into that something, maybe it'll tell us what's going on around here. Because I think probably more people than ever now are trying to figure out what the nature of reality is. It's, I like the term, the nature, nature, mother nature, 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 what is it, reality. What is going on here is a lot of big questions for a lot of big people, a lot of people wondering about it. <clears throat> now, I have a little bit of an idea about a simulation. I think there may be two different ones going on that are related to each other. I think there's one that is like uh, going on in this three-dimensional world. And there's also one that we can make up kind of like uh, uh, a virtual reality that uh, Facebook tries to give us, but we can make it ourselves and uh, we can make that movie uh, just kind of how we'd like to and find people who might want to be in that movie. Now I have a particular predisposition liking for uh, cartoons and musical comedies and uh, I do like to sing whenever I get a possibility uh, and I have a lot of fragments of songs that I like to come up with and I like to laugh and I think being here on this earth part of the fun of it is uh, to learn how to find places to, where you have a good time that fun and figuring out stuff uh, is uh, like how what's going on around here like kids do is like having fun and being curious is like basic to all of us. And as adults, we get squeezed into, I'll call it the matrix and have to focus on being certain ways and lose 
uh, that uh, curiosity drive that a lot of us uh, have still somewhere in us. So the question today that we'll be talking about is, are we living in a simulation? And it's not a bad way of thinking about things, but just what role does meaning do meaningful coincidences play in uh, these these uh, experiences that we might call uh, part of a simulation? Well, our our guest today comes to us from uh, the other side of the world, from Virginia, where I am, uh, in India, is Sujit Itan, uh, who is an engineering graduate student <laughs> and an information technology services professional. Keep in mind, he's an IT guy. So he does like... Uh, he does something to do with programming. He doesn't hadn't told me what, but I mean, these programming guys have to know what's going to happen, what they want to have happen and get the program to make it happen. And so they have to have a vision and then a method to make, make that vision come out. So these guys are already creating realities uh, with their uh, pluses and minuses and zeros and ones. And we can do something similar to that without having, well, you know, people are getting better at doing their own programming themselves. So we may be learning how to program from guys like Su Su Sujith and listen to him because uh, we want to hear not only what he says, but what he thinks. He lives with his family in Beng Bengaluru, India. Uh, in addition to his day job, he is passionate about hobbies. He actively updates his digital art library on his TV app, PixArt. And his book, The God System Game, which uh, you just may happen to notice is over his left shoulder, also happens to be in my hands here. The God System Game. Uh, I mean, the game thing is really important in all this. Uh, I think we are playing a lot of different games around here, and we got to define what game means. But but that's that's a lot of fun with game. Where where this one comes in, this God thing. I don't know. It's confusing in here for me about what God is in this, and he's got plenty of ideas about God and uh, and the simulation. And you can read about it in his book, but we're not going to get into the God question very much here, uh, I hope, because it gets really confusing uh, to a lot of us about what that term actually means. But you will be in, you will be introduced to the idea of the relationship between meaningful coincidences and a simulation that we might be in. He explores the reasons synchronicities and meaningful coincidences might be there, give you a little hint he thinks they're there provided by the simulation and he and i are going to have a little discussion about that his conclusions as you will see are that he thinks we're in a simulation so welcome to the show suzith thank you so much bernie thank you for having me on your show uh it's great to talk to you yeah yeah uh let's go into uh one of your favorite um coincidences just to start with yeah so so this happened uh, when i was 15 years old uh, when i was in the ninth grade uh, my mother you know you know she she made a prediction or maybe to motivate me she said you know next year when you finish the 10th grade it's a big deal for us in india when we finish the 10th grade because we finish a school um and then you know she said you're going to get uh, a top in some class and you know in subject in a subject in the class and you're going to go get a prize and i said no 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 i'm not the top student in the class 
I'm not that great. My sister, the younger sister, she's the smart one, right? Uh, that's not going to happen. And what happens is that, uh, you know, I finished the 10th and uh, I, very unlikely, I on one of the subjects, I, I get the top score. Um, and I do happen to go and, you know, uh, get the award. Uh, th so this happened. So, and, and my best friend, you know, who happens to be my best friend in school for many years, right? He was the one who actually scored the top in that subject, but his result was withheld for some reason, right? Uh, but I got the prize. Uh, in a sense, uh, my mother uh, made a prophecy or a precognition or whatever, whatever we want to term it, right? So that was sort of a, a, a coincidence, I would say, uh, that happened. Uh, and that stuck with me for a long time. I did not, you know, uh, worry too much about it, Bernie. Uh, it's just that, you know, in the last two years, uh, I've seen that so many coincidences, they just keep happening and there is a pattern. And and once there is a pattern, you can't ignore these things, right? So so that's what got me into, uh, you know, trying to identify synchronicities and meaningful coincidences in, in my own experiences. I found uh, Carl Jung's book on synchronicity. He's the one who coined the term, right? Uh, and I also read your book, uh, on Meaningful Coincidences. Uh, and it's a pretty fascinating area, you know. Uh, so that's where I, I, I will end for now. Good. What your, your mo mothers plant ideas in our little brains. Uh, they really yeah. do. Uh, and there's a there is a desire for uh, us boys to please our mommies. Uh, <laughs> and so there is a motivation in us to want our mother to be right uh, and to please her with her rightness as well as with the uh, the actual outcome. So she planted it in your mind and coincidentally i was talking to somebody in a, where i was the guest on the podcast and the same thing about the the parent or the mother planting an idea in the child uh, and it happened and it looked like a precognition mm -hmm. yeah. as yours as yours did but there's more to it than just predicting the future there is a kind of agency there is an agency of you in there now, how it was that your best friend's score didn't get included is yeah. the glitch in this story because yeah. he should have gotten it. It's not about your mother's prediction as much, yeah. or yeah. maybe it is. Maybe her prediction. This is where when you talk about the, the simulation, your idea of the simulation is that they create whatever they is. Um, they create these coincidences for you so this is one of those things that's a mystery um your mother's thing is a little more understandable to me your mm. friend's score yeah. was excluded and that's one of those things that the simulation could pick out and throw away somehow what do you think of that yeah absolutely i, I mean um, uh, that's in in the simulation uh, viewpoint that i take in the book um, I, I do seriously take uh, into consideration that the uh, that the system th that's the God system game, the system that is creating the simulation, they have a role to play in this. Uh, and uh, I call synchronicities and all these other dreams, visions, you know, revelations, uh, serendipity, uh, you know, uh, simulpathy, right? All these terms uh, as leaks from the system. 
So these are leaks from the system onto our minds. We are all, you and I and everybody else, we are all connected to this one system, uh, you know, which is the computer simulation perhaps, right? Uh, we don't have to really understand what sort of technology it is, whether it's a computer or something else, right? That, that uh, we, we can be agnostic about it. But there is something that is going on and it is and that is the source of these uh, what i would say mind manipulation or leaks or synchronicities that we experience uh, as meaningful uh, you know it could be you know life changing it could offer a deep meaning it could be motivating it could be warning signals uh, it could be in some cases negative right but uh, like you have mentioned in very detail in your book um so so that's what that's how i see uh, now, what, what i hear in what you said and you and you you have a lot of ideas yeah and i'm trying to like get to the basics of your ideas because you have a lot yeah. of stories and you just went through a lot of potential details but the key word to me is leak yes now leak means uh, in in three dimensional reality means means there's a hole someplace and the water gets through or something gets through. So a leak become a leak is almost something that is not purposeful. Intended. It just happens. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I want to know about because I'm talking about leak. You're talking about leak. I'm talking about glitch. Yeah. Uh, you're saying that I think that the leak is somehow purposeful. Yes. But if it's a purposeful leak, it's not a leak to me. It's somehow. But it, yeah. how is a? Per, how it's from is our it, perspective. Yeah. So, so Bernie, from from our perspective, it's a leak. But from a systems perspective, uh, so you have to look at it from two points of views. And, I mean, that's how I'm looking at it. So, so the system. So imagine, uh, you know, this uh, this. Let's say the system is the personal god. Okay. Uh, and it's it's giving you know one blessing to you after the other. Right. It could be a meaningful coincidence. It could be a precognition. It could be uh, something that happens in the real time. Right. Uh, anything. Right. It may be guiding you. Right. Uh, it is it is it is uh, and it has a plan. Right. And it gives you these uh, sort of clues or leaks or, you know, coincidences over a period of time during your lifetime. Right. It knows when to give what at what point in time and to what kind of personality. Right. And I believe uh, that. Uh, all of us are connected to the system. If we are in a simulation, all of us are, right? That's our reality, right? And if that is the case, uh, that means all our minds are uh, uh, being controlled uh, or, you know, influenced. You know, we can say, and I believe, th that's speculation, that's, I believe that we have our free will, okay? Even though we are simulated human beings, we are simulated human beings with free will, Okay, so uh, it, it the system uh, does allow us to be who we are, and on top of that, it gives us these uh, you know guidance or things like that. And the and the analogy that I've taken in the book uh, is also that you know it's like uh, the relationship between a parent and a child, like a two-year-old toddler and 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 an adult uh, parent, right? Uh, the parent allows the kid to you know move around, play, right, within boundaries, right, uh, be uh, you know creative and explore, but. The, the parent is always guiding and protective and uh, the parent can intervene, can allow the kid to play uh, the way he or she wants to do that. So that's the way I look at it. Uh, you know, so to answer your question, it's not really a glitch or unintentional. It appears to me that it is well planned. It's part of the grand design. Uh, and we are the recipients of that from time to time. And we really do not know the exact nature and the reason why these things come to us, right? Uh, uh, you know, that's why they say the, the, the God is mysterious, right? Uh, 
uh, this is God's plan or, or, or this is a sign from the universe, right? Depends on what kind of language you want to use. So that's how I would answer that. Well, from what you just said and from what I got from the book yeah. and what bothers me about what you're saying is, is that it's, you're using words that are a basic Christian idea about God, a beneficent being who is looking out for each of us. Yes. And so I don't know the difference between the simulation and people's uh, idea of God. Yeah. So, so let me answer that question then. Uh, so God, right. Um, the way that I, uh, you know, God, you know, we are all, uh, you know, born into a family that perhaps, you know, follows a religion, right. Uh, I have one, you may have one, everybody has one, right. Uh, I was born in a Christian family, um, you know, uh, and that's, that's how it has been. Um, and the the idea of God is, you know, um, told to us. We don't experience God really, but we are told that this is the tradition of our ancestors and so on, right? Um, and so so that's that's how we inherit the idea of God, and we get into the rituals and so on. Now, according to me, as as I, I, I'm 45 years old now, right? So I have found something that I have to say about God, right? Uh, it's my relationship with God. I have to explore and I have to come up with my own ideas, right? Uh, I think everybody has the right to do that, right? So God, according to me, um, is, I can look at it in two ways. One is as a creator of the world, right? So according to science, we, we see that Big Bang is the beginning of our universe, right? Uh, what happened before the Big Bang? Who did that? You know, who is responsible for that? Is it a God? Uh, deistic people uh, say that, you know, God started off, kick-started creation, and he left the scene, Right? So that's the creator God. Now, I am not really worried about that God. You know, I, I, that that part of God is, uh, you know, is somehow, somehow out of scope for me in the book. And the second God that we all think of is the personal God, right? The personal God is someone who interferes in human affairs, right? Uh, listens to our prayers, uh, you know, interferes in our lives, you know, um, does good things for us once in a while, right? Uh, you, you know, blesses us, give us promotions in a job, you know, money, comforts, uh, you know, a good spouse, children, happiness, whatever, right? And somehow, sometimes even tests us. So that's the personal God. So there's a creator God and a personal God. So these are the two separate gods that, in my view, exist, or we can think of. The personal God is what I think the simulation emulates. Okay, so uh, so uh, so that's what I'm I'm getting at. So if we are you know subjects in the simulation, wait right? a minute. The, wait a minute. That the personal God yeah. is emulated by the simulation. Yeah, the simulation. What's the value of equating in your way simulation and God? Um, because, uh, okay, so let me, let me give you another viewpoint here uh, in terms of how the simulation uh, itself, in my view, uh, could have been created, okay? So think of the Big Bang uh, universe happened in a physical, real universe, okay? Uh, you know, the Big Bang happened, uh, stars formed, galaxy clusters formed, and all these elements were formed. Uh, you know, a solar system is formed, and in a habitable zone, we have the magic of evolution start right and uh, you know four billions down the line we have human beings right human beings you know they create technology they, they mature right and they reach a point where 
uh, Nick Bostrom, the philosopher, uh, you know, he talks about uh, technological maturity, right? So human beings reach a technological maturity and they create a simulation, right? They create a simulation using computers, brain in a vat, you know, biomechanical, electronic, uh, AI, whatever that is, right? They they create a simulation, right? Uh, that simulation... what you what you just listed was. Yeah. What sounded to me like uh, five or six different forms of simulation. Is that what you just listed? No, I'm just talking about one simulation. So that's that's just one. Uh, you know, I just talked about a timeline. So at the end, in, in, so so the place where they create a simulation, right, from a physical universe, that is what I call a base reality. So in a base reality, there is no simulation. So a simulation starts after, you know, they have built some technical platform uh, from where, you know, a, a computer simulation or some sort of technology, right, creates a world like ours. And we are all part of that world. Uh, so I, yeah. I'm I, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm I'm slow. Um, okay. So uh, and you're fast. We can go uh, slow. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Somehow uh, there is a base reality created, and in that base reality, um, uh, technology develops. Yes. Uh, human beings develop the technology, but yes. then the, then you go to simulation somehow, and I don't get the I don't know that leap from creating technologies that we have now to have recognizing we're in a simulation. Yeah, so so uh, that that is the thing, right? So so we have a base reality, right? And after we have reached technological maturity, the human beings, they create a piece of technology and create a simulated world, okay? And uh, that uh, world, and, and so human beings create a simulated world. Yes. And so we yes. have uh, artificial intelligence, and then we have uh, virtual realities. Yes. Yes. And yes. so when we when you talk about human beings creating uh, a simulation, uh, it sounds to me like you're talking about virtual realities. Yeah, we, we could consider our simulation to be a virtual reality experience. Yes, you're right. Absolutely. So and we that's are... why that's why that's why the game element God system game. So so we we are in some sort of a virtual reality game. And virtual reality and simulation are similar synonymical terms, actually. Yeah, yeah, so, that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. But there's a there's a link I'm trying to yeah. understand between yeah. uh, uh, Facebook creating uh, its own yeah. virtual yeah. reality, this yeah. meta yeah. metaverse, uh, and, and metaverse, and there's so many other um, metas out there. So it's yeah. that's yeah. hardly the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Second Life was one of the early ones where people could enter and take on a new identity and become and yeah, meet yeah. new people by having an avatar that they yeah. could manipulate and pay for and have things happen and go to conference yeah. and stuff like that in yeah. this virtual reality. So that was a an early uh, simulation of regular yeah. reality. So yeah. here we were creating. Uh, these uh, virtual realities, as you're saying, but I'm yes. trying to be able to get from our creating our own virtual realities here yes. to the virtual reality that we're living in. Yes, yes, yes. So, so yeah. So, so we start from a base reality. Uh, our our uh, human descendants, right? They they create a simulation. We are part of that simulation, right? And we have lived, say, for 5,000 years. Wait a minute. Okay, Somebody's assume... created this 3D real... Yes. 
yes, this one we're in now has been created. Okay. Yes. Yes. So okay. we are in a simulation. Okay. And so and who and who and we're trying to talk about who created it. And you have several different ideas about who created yes. the simulation. Yes. But what I think is important, you say it really fast, but us slow guys yeah. got to get it. That <laughs> within this simulation that we that was created for us to be in. Yes. We also have created simulations. Yeah. So, so, so let me answer that question. So we started in a base reality, not we, our, our people who created us, okay, in a physical base reality. Oh, that, so we is, well, so we is not us. We is no, no, some, no, we is not us. No, we, no, no, no. we does sound like us, you know, that's, that's ah, the English okay. language. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that then. So, so th there are, there are these base reality human beings who existed in the physical universe. They create a simulation. We are part of that simulation, right? And let's say that this simulation has been running for 5,000 years, just for the sake of, you know. All right, just and, for just for our pictures. I mean, I know yeah. you've got a lot of ideas, but uh, this yeah, is, yeah. I've been studying this and I'm a little new to it, uh, but, I, but our audience doesn't know this stuff. Yeah, uh, okay. So, and you are really into it. So you, we got to slow you down because somehow, there is human humans somewhere somehow yes. uh, were in some base reality, which of course we have to ask how they got there. Were they in a simulation too? The ones that started the base reality, because you yes. can go, you can go, let me use the term meta, meta, meta. You can keep saying, well, you got a base reality here, but who created that? So yes. you're in trouble yeah. for me in trying to say that yes. there was human beings before that, we're in a base reality, but then they created this one. So we'll leave it yes. that way, but we have to ask who created them or how did they happen too? Yes, because yes, the yes. metaphors have to continue to, uh, con they have to continue. Yes. Because what, if I do it, you do it, you do it, if it, it keeps going down and down, but I, I want to get away from that. And we'll say, yeah. we'll yeah. say that, that somehow, yeah. another brand of human beings was created or came around and yes. this advanced group created yeah. the simulation that we are in right now that's yes. what you're saying i think that's what i'm saying and you are right to point out that uh, you know uh, people criticize the simulation uh, hypothesis by saying that oh if we are in a simulation who created us they could have been simulated and so on it's it's running uh, to infinity and we could create our own uh, simulations and that simulation will create another simulation so this is a nonsensical idea right uh, but i don't think it is necessary to do that bernie i think we can start and that's an assumption i make and there are different assumptions we can make it's there in the book uh, and right now i'm just trying to create a base in our discussion right now right so i'm taking one timeline i'm saying there is a base reality uh, maybe human beings uh, not us some human beings superhuman beings like you mentioned created a simulation we are inside that simulation and inside the simulation we are sort of living a virtual reality uh, world which is which was similar to the base reality right so uh, and in our simulated world we also have vr experiences like you mentioned you you talked about games right uh, you know car racing games or any of those games or the the metaverse that uh, is is being you know rolled out soon perhaps in the near future right so so when right now in our simulation, we are at a place where we are able to understand these technologies. 
we are able to build our own version of simulations, right? And because of that experience, we are able to ask ourselves, are we in a simulation, right? We could be in a simulation and maybe somebody created us. Right? Because we so that, can, because we can create a simulation, therefore maybe somebody created the simulation that we're in now. Exactly, exactly. And look at look at the video games that we make, right? Let's. I mean, I'm not much of a gamer, but once in a while with my kids, I play uh, them, right? Uh, and you know, the car racing game, for example, and they are far better than me, right? So when I play the car racing game, you, you know, you know what to do. You just you have to try and win, right? Uh, that game is very similar to the the real game that happens in the real world, whether it's F1 or any other uh, NASCAR or whatever, right? I'm not into that either, right? I'm just saying that the games are a a copy or a reflection of something real, right? So that's where I say it. And that's where I think the link that you are looking for, right? If we are in a simulation, right, the world that we see, the reality that we see, right, and there are philosophers and people who have questioned that what we see is an illusion, it is fake, and so on and so forth, right? But what what I'm saying is one of the one of the possibilities is that what we are seeing in our simulated world, right, is similar and it's inspired from a base reality. It's, it's so our simulation is similar to the base reality that from which we came. That's an option. Yeah. That, because that, we, we, yes, that's uh, yeah, an option. And, 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 yeah, go ahead. And, yeah, and that and that's and that uh, my basic assumption, which yes, I, I've tried to mention to you before, is that uh, that coincidences are clues to how reality works. That that's that's my perspective has been for all along uh, part of the reason i study coincidences is that for their clues so to, this may be similar to say that the simulation that we are in tells us something about the simulation from which we were created yeah yes because there's a meta there's a metaphorical analogical analogical thing between this one and that one. So what's what's what is that if that if I understand you correctly, what's the value of knowing that? Um could you elaborate that? What, what the value of what is the value of knowing what exactly that that, that we we get these meaningful coincidences? Yeah, uh, this is this is hard. I this is hard. It's hard yeah. for each of yeah. us to understand each other. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. It is. You have your views, I have mine. That's why we have to slow this down. Yeah. You yeah. Like the car racing analogy, you yeah. suggested that the reality that we call the thing we call reality, which is to you a simulation, is somehow uh, uh, an analog yes. to the 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 base reality that created us. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's what yes. you said. That's correct. Yes. So, what's the value of knowing that? What is the value of knowing that? That's a good question. Uh, uh, so let's look at it from a different perspective, right? Uh, why did the base reality people create our simulation? 
right? Isn't that a better question to ask, right? What it's, is their purpose, right? What what do they want from us? Purposes, I mean, I'm uh, all for purpose. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So again, I, uh, you know, since we are inside a simulation and if I am in a, inside the simulation, uh, I have no way of knowing the mind of the creator who created us. So we don't, we have no idea what they are using us for. Uh, you know, some people speculate that it's purely for entertainment, right? Uh, you know, th they are somehow finding some entertainment value from us. Maybe they are playing uh, our games, right? Maybe right now somebody is controlling you and somebody is controlling me, right? From the base reality, right? But that one uh, of my one of my favorite images about that is just <laughs> just imagine some teenager in some other dimension <laughs> is is playing a game with these apparently free will entities yes. and trying to be able to make some guess about really what's this free will entity is going to decide to do and then plan ahead for that to see yeah. if see if they're right so it's it's a more complicated version but yeah it's that's one of my favorite visions of what the simulation is that we're we're part of a game uh yeah and, and we're playing a game here too yeah yeah we're playing a game here too which is like what is going on around here <laughs> yeah exactly that that that's a game a lot of us are trying to to play and that's where i use synchronicities as a way of uh, uh, my way of doing it is following the synchronicities okay so why did they so one reason they might have we might be created is to is like your kids got a car racing game they get they get to do a human being playing around more complicated game and yes. so that we are a game to another i would say higher consciousness Possible. I mean, I I list I think ten or twelve uh, you know reasons in my book, uh, but I don't I don't again I, I take this a little seriously uh, you know uh, Bernie I don't think uh, you know uh, the creators uh, you know I, I hope I'm right about this okay I could be wrong uh, maybe they have created this for a serious purpose maybe we are not just uh, some video game for them. And that's where I think I differ from the the Matrix movie right. Well, uh, let's let's talk about the. Yeah, the difference between simulation, as you're talking about, it, and the Matrix, because that's very important. Because a lot of people know simulation from uh, the movie The Matrix. Yeah, so so uh, I love the Matrix movies. Um, I I really enjoyed even the fourth uh, version of it that came out recently. Watched it multiple times. Um, I think the fourth one is less action, more. Uh, what do you say? Intellectual, I think, uh, and that's that's what that that was very enjoyable to me. Um, so the in the matrix i think one great thing that the movies has done is that you know the franchise has done is that it shows that you know the idea of a simulation is is a possibility right uh, and and the fact that we are inside a simulation and it gave us that language right that we can talk about it uh, we can we can have our differences from the movie or whatnot and we can create different you know ways in, uh, to interpret the movie and you know create our own stories for example Right. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, so we see in the Matrix is that the machines ha have, uh, you know, what do you say, enslaved the human race. Right. Uh, and they are using human beings as a source of their power, uh, power meaning battery power. Right. As a power plant. Uh, right. That That's what. And they give us this wonderful world where we can live, where everything appears real. Uh, you know, but they are at the end of the day, sort of villains, right? They are they are just using. They're us. robbing us of our energy. We're energy yes. sources for them. 
Yes, yes. Uh, and we are in these human pods, right, where we are just lying down there. We are connected with these wires. Uh, and, and when Morpheus uh, saves Neo and, and shows him the, the reality, uh, and that's a bad reality to be in. And that's why uh, they, they seek freedom, right? And, and, they, and they leave the Matrix and so on. And they hack into the Matrix and all that happens, right? So, so that's that's the Matrix movie. Uh, in my view of the simulation, right? I, I don't. Uh, it's not that dramatic, really. Uh, in the movie, the Thirteenth Floor, right? Uh, there's there's another movie uh, where this idea of a simulation is, and that's slightly more, you know, what do you say, aligned to the ideas uh, that I have in the book, which is that the base reality people they create a, a simulation more or less, uh, you know, uh, similar to the world that they have and they are in some way using us for something positive right uh, they are they are caring for us uh, you know and i speculate that there is something that we can give back to the uh, to the base reality civilization right and there is something going on back and forth right uh, and that's what i believe uh, well that's it, it, that's it's, that's, it's, a, that's a lovely idea really um yeah uh, it's a heartfelt idea and i can feel it as you say it um, yeah. that there's some po some positive interaction uh, yes. between the base reality which i hope you get a better name for and uh, and this one because uh, it ain't base it's pretty elevated uh, at least from our perspective uh, yeah. but that that basic reality um, more fundamental reality i think is what you mean and and there, there's an interchange between us here and them uh, yes. and that will get to the real question one of the questions of, about why they seem to care for us like yeah. why did they why did they hide your best friend's score so that you could <laughs> you could like feel um lots of things and wonder how that happened i mean the, yeah. your mother is one thing but that was the that was the key thing um yes. that that, yes. that score didn't get get in, included so you have to think that somebody took that out of there or somehow they took that out of there and that was for you so you have you have a sense that uh, you're being cared for uh yes. by this um by the base reality uh simulators uh, of yes. the reality of your of the simulation you're in and that's very um uh a beneficent god kind of thinking exactly um, yes there is uh, an old idea that uh, God needs us as much as we need God. Yes, and yes. that is that was a perplexing. Uh, that's a perplexing idea uh, that yes. God finds out about Himself. We say Him, uh, yeah. Her. Uh, I think God's yes. a woman anyway. Uh, so yes. it's like uh, <laughs> we can do all kinds of pronouns here, but uh, yeah, God yeah. finds out about. Uh, their selves, their self, yes. um, through uh, our experience of yes. our ability to observe ourselves and observe what's going on around us. Well, yeah. is that part of what you're what you're saying? Uh, hey, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you summarized it very well, uh, Bernie. Uh, in fact, uh, that's why I have uh, you know dedicated a lot of uh, pages on in my book uh, on, to religion. Uh, in Genesis, you know, there, there is a verse which says that, you know, God made man in his own image and likeness. Uh, when I look at that verse from the point of view of the simulation, it, it's really amazing. And that's why 
I term it uh, as a leak. Uh, you know, uh, when we say that uh, a religious scripture is inspired by God, uh, I that's what I, I mean. You know, in some ways, the 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 simulation creators, our base reality, uh, you know, civilization, perhaps human beings, they have influenced human minds inside the simulation, right? And they have inspired us to go in a particular direction. Once in a while, right? So, so God made man in His own image and likeness means that perhaps the so-called God and personal God and we human beings are similar, which means that the base reality beings and us are perhaps the same. Uh, so that's the idea. Uh, wait, 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 wait. The yeah. base reality and us are the same. So we are the ones who have created the simulation we're in, but we don't know it. Well, not, we are not exactly, uh, I mean, even so, so even though we are human beings, right, uh, we are right now inside the simulation, right? Yeah. So, so we are, we are far lower in terms of technological maturity and advancement, right? Yeah. And like you mentioned, it's not really based, they are far higher, right? So those guys out there, they know everything. They are, they are perhaps thousands or 10,000 or maybe a million years ahead of us. I don't know, right? Uh, we have no idea of getting that information really. So, so they are far ahead of us in this game. Uh, so talk let, about, let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. how we're valuable to them. Yes, and and how they may nurture us mm, through meaningful yeah. coincidences sometimes to yeah. be able to continue doing what we're doing. So how yes. do we, how do, how do we help them? Ah, okay. So one of the things again. Uh, so the the again, we there's no way of knowing, uh, right? If they have built a system and we are inside the system, there's no way that we can guess exactly what is the reason they built. I don't that. agree but, with but that. But we can speculate. I I don't agree with that. I think okay. the coincidences are clues to what they're doing with us. But that's uh, that's where we differ. Okay. So okay, keep fine. Yeah, so so I'll come. I would like to understand that point, uh, but uh, let me finish my thread. So, oh please, so what, what, yeah. So what what I uh, think is that in our uh, simulation there are clues in in religious scripture, for example, right? Yeah. Uh, what do they need from us? So one of the things that they say is, you know, if you lead a good life, you have a soul, right? Uh, there could be an afterlife. Right. Uh, for example, in the Christian belief, uh, you can enter the Christian uh, the kingdom of God. There is a heaven. Right. If your name is included in the book of life, right, uh, you you get to be in the in the you know uh, in the kingdom of God, where where God lives with the people, right. So that's the aim. Uh, in the Vedantic tradition, we have a similar thing, right. Uh, the Earth is a middle level planet. There are higher level planets, and then there is the spiritual planet, right, uh, where God uh, you know uh, resides, right. And the the objective uh, or the goal of the human life is. Uh, to live a good life, right? Uh, purify the soul, move from one life to the other, and reach, uh, you know, uh, the spiritual planet. That's the journey. That's the outcome. Uh, now, in my book, I have speculated that if could that be the purpose from a point of view of the simulation, right? Uh, maybe there are our simulation is just one level in a number of simulations, right? Uh, and we could we could, for example. Uh, once we are done living this life in this simulation, move to a different simulation, right? Depends. It depends on what the system does or the or the beings, uh, what they decide to do with us, right? Uh, you know, there there is a possibility that we live in different simulations. There is a possibility in the book that and and here I get very creative, uh, right? There is a possibility that 
if we are in a simulation and we are digital human beings, we could be resurrected in a physical base reality. They could do that, right? Uh, and and the, the reason I say that is because uh, even though we are digital human beings, uh, we could have a digital DNA, uh, which in some technological way, right? Uh, maybe it sounds like science fiction, right? But, you know, there is a way to use that uh, to create a, a, a new human baby in the base reality, or we could be resurrected in an adult form uh, in, in the physical uh, base reality. So yeah, uh, yeah. Th th those are possibilities yeah, the, the, that I... I, 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 that's, that's, yeah. I, I prefer that speculation for, to a lot of the things that I, I've heard you say. I think it's, yeah. I think there, there, your, your creati there your creativity is going in, in the right direction, that you shouldn't be afraid of that far out imagining because that's what human beings can do. We yeah. can imagine things and we yeah. can help through our imagination as your mother did help that imagination helps things to happen so what yeah. you just said is an important yeah. part of what may be going on here the dna uh, be a program a programmer yeah. for a, a digital or a, another form of this uh, cyborg uh, version <laughs> of uh, the combination of computer and and human being or machine yeah. this is where it's very important yeah. to tap into your imagination because in your view your imagination is also being stimulated by the the simulation your ability to do that is factual uh in the sense of the simulation creating everything that we're doing around here so i ask you to be much more confident about what your speculation is and i think the I think the biblical verses uh, are, have to be updated. Uh, we we can't keep saying, oh, no, no, no. In all the different religions, these guys, yeah, they tapped into something, no question yeah. about it. But yeah, we're now yeah. in a different phase. And this yeah. phase needs requiring a religious ideas, very useful, yeah, but also yeah. putting together with the advancement of human consciousness and technology yeah. that we've got now, as that's going to create a whole new kind of narrative that's going to be yes. related, but it's very different. And you're, you're starting to talk about that, but I want to bring you to, to the question that bothers me most yes. of, of all this stuff in the simulation uh, is, uh, is the, 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 the movement toward destruction of humanity by humanity, the suicide of humanity. In India, you know this very well with, with the smog, the overpopulation, the number of deaths that are happening, but it's happening all over the world now yeah. where we have um, devastated our nest. Uh, we're destroying what could be a really fun thing because I think yes. we're here to have a good time. And I, yes. I think that the heaven on earth could be right here if we knew how what, if we knew what we were doing with ourselves. So how yeah. did how do you put together the the base reality guys making this simulation into such a huge conflict here that we are de devastating uh, our earth and ourselves? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Good point. Uh, yeah, you know. So so let's uh, let me look at this this from. Um, um, a base reality point of view. Let's imagine that there are human beings in the base reality, right? Uh, they have similar problems, uh, right? Um, uh, in their uh, planet, right? Uh, they run out of resources, maybe climate change or, you know, Oh, okay, that's good. That's, that's good. Right? Keep going. Yeah, that's right? good. Right? Yeah. 
yeah the uh, exploitation right uh, overpopulation like you said um and maybe that led to some sort of crisis in their reality right uh, is it possible that uh, they had to leave their home planet to look for some other home right um uh, we don't know that right so so well, the, let's, the... let's let's hold it right there i think you're yeah. I, the point I'm hearing just from what you have just said is yeah. that that this simulation is kind of like a war game uh, where you play out what might happen so that th they could be in a difficult situation like ours. Yeah. And they want to see how we can handle it with positive inputs from them but they don't know what they're doing either they just yeah. know we've got kind of kind of like maybe help these guys along maybe they can figure it out and then we yeah. but if they can figure it out we can see how they do it and we can apply that to us absolutely i mean uh, that's one of the purposes that i list out in the book uh, and that is like they are doing some sort of research on us okay and th that's exactly what you hit on uh, bernie so uh, but what are they researching on are they researching our vaccination histories our medical history right cancer uh, are they researching uh, you know how are you know say for example you know dna mutates or something like that i don't know right uh, how our political systems emerge right how our economic systems emerge right um, how uh, you know at at what point in time uh, do our natural resources just give up and and you know uh, there is some sort of chaos in society right it creates societal uh, problems uh, it could also you know want to you know uh, find out what what happens when uh, there are you know uh, you know some of the things that happen in our society these days right whether it's transgender politics right um, abortion issues right uh, same sex marriages and so on right uh, you never know no, right uh, you can you can make a make that list and i think you're you're right yeah. to do that but yeah yeah, the, yeah. Uh, what i'm getting from what you're saying yeah. is that yeah there are a lot of variables going on here that they could be studying and that that you just mentioned yes. but the yes. biggest variable is we're destroying ourselves that we're looking okay. at the sixth major extinction which is going to include us yes. so they yes. could be looking at what happens when we blow ourselves up and how we reconstitute ourselves hopefully yes. on this planet in a way that maybe they can see how they would have to do and plan for that, uh, their their devastation and plan for what they will do, seeing the mistakes that we might have made. Exactly. That is a possible option, uh, Bernie. You're absolutely right. And I agree with you. Um, again, there's no way. Uh, and we can. We, we don't know. We don't. Yeah. Please. Yeah. We both yeah. know we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But what we do know is that we can imagine. Yes, and yes, I am yes. learning more and more that yes. imagination under the right conditions, yes. and it has to be the right conditions. You have to yes. be careful. You have to be analytical. You have to test out the possibilities just in your own mind. Are you making up yes. stuff, yes. or could yes. it be real? Yes, you made an analogy between car racing on the computer and car racing in reality. That's all yes. I'm doing here. Is like yes, yes, here's this. Yes. We got this one racing towards death of of humanity, yeah. and maybe there's something else going on out there. It's too good an yeah. analogy to not yeah. to not pay attention to. Yes. Now, there's a lot of things that you mentioned that they could be watching. Yeah. But I'm a psychiatrist. Yeah. I'm very interested in human minds, the yes. minds yeah. of people. 
I'm interested in the mind of humanity, which I called in part the psychosphere or mental atmosphere, which you saw yes. in, in my book, that yes, we are, yes. we all share this thing and yeah. that there's a lot of stuff going on in this mental atmosphere, which I'd like to get some computer guys to help me figure out all the stuff that goes on there without having to go into like far reaches of things so that yeah, our okay. explorations of our planet and our yeah, own okay. minds could yeah. be serving a value for them. Uh, for yeah. And the biggest problem for me on this planet is we don't know how to get along with each other. Yeah, yeah. There's too much conflict. They, we don't realize as a group that we're all part of the same thing. And yeah. the value of the simulation perspective is to say in a different way that we're all in this together. Yes, and absolutely. Yep, I, I fully agree with you. Carry on, uh, Bernie. I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then by being in this together, we by having this outside force, let me say, saying that we're all in this being maneuvered by the, this outside force allows us to say, hey, they're out there, we're in here, and we're all part of this. And so it, it becomes a way to um, organize humanity under one umbrella as separate from the the base realities uh, of people who are creating this and together try to figure out what we need to do about our potential sixth major extinction, killing ourselves in this slow way. And that could be, and I like the idea that you're suggesting, it could be a way for the the simulators uh, in the base reality to study what they need to do uh, in order to be able to do something more positive for themselves. Yeah, absolutely, Bernie. And, uh, you know, um, uh, you, you, you know, some of the problems that you mentioned, right, uh, that we are, you know, uh, you know, using up our resources, that there are so many conflicts here, right? Uh, all sorts of problems are there. But I believe that if we with our free will, if we are able to, you know, you know, behave well, uh, this simulators or the so-called personal God, right, like entity, they may help us. They may help us, uh, you know, with technology, right? At, at the end of the day, I believe that simulation is a technology. Uh, human beings are really good, uh, you know, at, at creating technology, right? And that could be, at the end of the day, the key to our survival. Right. Uh, I, I, the technology at the end of the day is the tool, but the good and evil in us, in all of us, in humanity. Right. Uh, it's important that we enhance the good and keep the evil in control. Right. Uh, so that we can continue this party for a much, much longer time. And, and I believe that if we behave well and if we move in that direction, the, these uh, create uh, the simulation creators or the beings that are managing us will help us. That's that's again my belief. So in in your in your um, previous analogy, if we're good kids, uh, we'll get some candy uh, yeah. or so, something positive. <laughs> well, I think you're I think you're right. Uh, generally speaking, and defining what being good is is uh, a problem that I am trying to be able to resolve. And that is, there's something about a development of ourselves and ourselves and our own consciousness, and the opening of our hearts to each other 
as well mm -hmm. as being careful with what we're doing with each other. Uh, so our cognitive abilities are continuing to get strengthened and yes. a continuing connection to our own intuition, because intuition is a way of knowing stuff without knowing how we know it. And there's yes. a lot to be able to know, like your mother might have known something without knowing it. Uh, yes. and knowing how she knew it she wanted it but she may have known it i've heard that yesterday too knowing something in a way but also having other information well, yes. i want to be able to help human beings expand to super consciousness which is a vague term i want to help people define uh, their own personal uh people call it superpowers but their yeah. own the gifts their own capacities that are unique special that can help each uh, help yeah. us put together uh from this puzzle of our dis disparate selves uh, a, an organized humanity that can work together and be separate uh, and have a good time here yeah absolutely i, I fully agree with you bernie and i think uh, I, I i i'm 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 not in the psychology you know uh, game uh, therapy and psychiatry i i read some articles i like the the subject uh, and i think uh, uh, some of you based on whatever i've read and you know watched right you use these coincidences and you help people right uh, understand and that helps them and i think that's a great thing yeah uh, that's awesome and, really. and that's part of what the what the simulation is providing for for us is yes. using coincidences as a way to continue yeah. to evolve as and yeah. also being careful about which ones not to yeah. pay attention to and which one and which ones to ignore um yeah. well this we're going to have we've come to the end for today um and uh i like being able to talk with you because you are representative of um technology you understand what it is to program something uh you, what kind of what kind of it work do you do well i am uh, in, in an it consulting job right now i work for a company called kindrel right um and i'm not really a programmer uh, you know well, but you, under a tech, a tech, you, under yeah, you yeah. understand programming you got to but what do you do yeah, so I'm right now uh, working with my team to create new offerings and solutions for our customers, right? Uh, in the networking and edge, uh, you know, technology area. So, so that's where we are in. We 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 provide the IT infrastructure solutions, right? Uh, connecting different places, networks, data centers, and so on, right? So that's that's the sort of area in the IT field that I'm in. You're a connector. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We need connectors. Uh, yes, I'm absolutely. I'm doing it in a different way, uh, and and the parallel between mental connection, yes, which I see as telepathic, um, yeah. and be able to increase our telepathic capacities in a structured and uh, useful way, is not yeah. unlike uh, trying to make um, the technological um, connections. Uh, there's they're they're both kind of strange uh to anybody from 50 years ago uh, but telepathy is real i have models for telepathy uh yeah. how it might work and i'm sorry we didn't get to that but uh, th that might be something that you would be interested in i have a bit of that in my book too uh but sure. you're a connector but you understand technology enough to know that <laughs> programs programming makes stuff happen and you got to have you got to write yeah. the script first before you can have the thing happen and that's what i'm doing with writing books it's a script so uh, i i thank you very very much so just to being with me today uh it's it's i love the the, the computer 
the IT kind of ideas. It's not my, that what I have. And you think that way and having a contrast between the most psychologically oriented and IT kind of person is I hope very useful to our audience. So I, I thank you very much for being on my show and our, here's his book. It's pretty long. He's got a lot of speculation in there as you've seen, but this conversation may help you understand uh, where Sujith is going with all this. So, uh, any final comment you'd like to be able to make to us? I'm good. I'm good, Bernie. Thank you very much for inviting me on your show. Uh, I really love talking, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, to you today and, and through uh, through you through, to the audience, right? Uh, and if there is a, a, an opportunity to talk again, um, I, I would love it. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Consciousness